Hello and welcome to the Top Tutor Podcast, where we share insider information from the world of elite tutoring to help your students get the best results both academically and in life. I'm your host, Nathaniel Dahlquist, the owner and head tutor at Grove Prep. I've been a tutor since I graduated from Yale in 2015 and focus primarily on standardized test prep and college admissions. Joining me is my co-host, Alexander Friedman. Alex worked as a software engineer and as a researcher before founding Brooklyn Math Tutors in 2008. Since then, he has used his experience in math and computer science to hire some of the best STEM tutors in New York City. Hi, Alex. Hello. What are we going to talk about today, sir? Well, today we're going to continue with our theme of college admissions, and we're going to find out from Nathaniel, how important is community service to the college admissions process? Uh, going back to my own experience to college, I keep wondering how I got accepted anywhere because I did not do any community service. I did not think about community service. But from what I gather, it is quite important or perhaps somewhat important. You let us know. Yes, we're going to have a great convo about this today because this is very exciting. I actually just had a consultation with a family earlier today and they asked me this question, which is why we're going to talk about it because it's important and I was very glad they asked. So the question that was posed to me by this parent was uh, their daughter is a sophomore. Well, she just finished her sophomore year because it's summer now and she's going into her junior year and uh, the mom wanted to know what type of community service would look best on her college application. And we had to have a little bit of a conversation about it for a couple of, of really great reasons. And I'm so glad we could talk about this because I, uh, I have some strong opinions on this <laughs> and want to clear up what I think are some misconceptions about it. So one of the first things I told them is that I... I, it's it's not to say that their question is a bad question at all. I just think it needs to be reframed a little bit because community service for the sake of a goal or for something for yourself, in my opinion, is not really in the spirit of community service. <laughs> and colleges <laughs> that you're would probably not, see that. Yeah, it's not that you're not still serving your community, but I I very firmly believe that when looking for a way to give back to your community, it should be something that A, you really enjoy and that you love doing. And that is something that really just something that you're doing because you want to give back, not because you expect to get anything in return. And so what I, I talked to this family about it and I said, so let's talk about some options. And we went through, do they have a faith community that, that does community service? What are the options within the school, like National Honor Society or other community service options? Lots of schools have them. Is there an environmental uh, uh, program or some type of uh, community nearby that they can help with? And we went through a lot of, of different options that would work for them. And what I told them was, I want you to take this away Talk about it amongst yourselves and come back to me and we'll talk about it some more later because that decision is really personal and I think that it's a really important one because I really do believe that students should be involved in community service and I think it's a really important part of learning to be a citizen in the world and I, I those, those lessons that you learn are super important. So let me give some examples of what I have seen from students community service wise and some things that I think really worked well and some things that didn't work so well. So the first, the first thing is that colleges do like to see community service on 
a college application. It is important. I really believe that every student should have something on there about a way that they gave back to the community. And that's not to impress anyone. I think that just should be part of education when it's possible. And I think colleges like to see it because it shows that you're doing something outside of yourself, that you are giving back, to that you are working on keeping your community healthy and whole and it is, it is important. So here are some examples of some students I've had. So I had a student who, uh, her dad actually was an environmental activist and they spent a lot of time working on the uh, Gowanus Canal at uh, Gowanus, Gowanus. I can Gowanus. never say it correctly. Gowanus, thank you. I can never say it correctly, you guys. Um, she, they worked, they worked to clean that water they actually built birdhouses and and did lots of gardening and helped like raise community awareness and whenever there were pieces of legislation related to the canal they would you know put out flyers or help give people information that kind of stuff really amazing i have uh i have one student who has a church and one student who has a synagogue and uh those are they're they're different families and those students were very active in their church outreach or their faith community outreach. So they worked for soup kitchens. They helped with uh, some homeless shelters. They did community cleanup. They did they did all kinds of stuff. Uh, and then there's another what uh, one of my personal favorites. This is this is my personal story. I was a Boy Scout for my entire school career, and so. I, I, there were many different types of community service that we engaged in. The Boy Scouts was a wonderful experience for me. It's not for everyone, but for me, it was, it was really, really great. It was a cornerstone of growing up and we had wonderful experiences and, and did a lot of really cool stuff. And, uh, we helped churches with cleanup. We helped clean highways. We, you know, worked at the botanical gardens. We did all kinds of, uh, we, we did maintenance on trails and nature preserve areas. It was really, really fun. And one of the things that I loved about that is that it didn't always feel like work. Sometimes it did. Sometimes I was like, I'd really rather be spending my Saturday playing video games with my brothers. But, uh, we were, but instead of doing that, we were all out, you know, helping, helping to, make the community a really a, a nicer place as best we could and we had a lot of great memories outdoors because of that and so one of my primary pieces of advice that I've already said but for families who are asking this question is can you find something that your student loves to do that your kid loves to do and even better is there something you can do as a family is there something that you can do together is there a way that you can work work together and and have it be something that you all that you all do as as a unit or with friends or you know in a community that you really enjoy because that takes the the pressure off of it and in my opinion also makes it less um less less like a chore <laughs> and i say that because i think a lot of my students sometimes do think of it as a chore and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that sometimes that's how it feels but uh, it is important. So now there's one other thing I want to talk about with this because the student herself asked, how do I log my hours uh, of community service? And that is a very valid question. It's it's very similar. My recommendation is very similar to how students should log their like driving hours when they're learning to drive to test for their license, which is like log log the time. If you need to estimate a little bit, it's not the end of the world. All I ask is that you don't lie. 
<laughs> don't lie. <laughs> don't blow it up. Don't make it seem like it's a lot more than it is because you know I've seen these college applications sometimes where I do the math. <laughs> And I'm like, according to all of the things that you do on this application, you your day has probably about 26 to 30 hours in it. And you work for, you know, like everyone else has 24 hours in a day, but you somehow managed to get 30 because the way that this math adds up, you do have a time turner, like a hyperbolic time chamber. Like, how are you how are you pulling this off? So uh, just don't lie. That's all I ask. Make sure that the times all all add up and, and are reasonable. So I can definitely understand a parent who really wants their kid to get to college saying, okay, what's the best community service to show? And what is the reason to not do something that's, I guess, impressive looking versus something that perhaps is less impressive looking? Why not say, hey, you know, I hear that like this is very impressive to colleges and do that. Wow. A great question. Uh, I would say that if that's something you enjoy and it like fills your soul, uh, fills your heart, then go for it. However... If you are, you know, going to do whatever you think is going to be really impressive and the community is not one that you want to be around, I really recommend you find something else. It's actually the same advice I give people who are starting to exercise. I'm like, if you don't enjoy it, if you don't actually want to go, you're probably going to wind up being miserable at some point. And we want to avoid that as much as possible because it's it's easy to fall into that trap and say, oh, I'm doing this for the prestige or because it looks good when actually you're like, I really would rather be doing anything else. And that takes away the spirit of it, in my opinion. I think it also, uh, I was listening to some podcasts on dopamine, it also takes away the real motivation. If you're just doing something for this like long-term extrinsic reward, like, well, if I do this, then maybe like two years from now, I'll get into the, a slightly better college or maybe not. Uh, it probably makes it also very unenjoyable, even less enjoyable than, than something you're like, you know what, I, I actually am enjoying doing this. Maybe if it's not even fun, but if it's something meaningful to you every day, that's something you could, you're working on. You're like, okay, this is satisfying, meaningful work for me. Yeah. And you know what? Here, Oh, here's the other thing. So community service takes many different forms. So, you know, going to read with kids at a library is community service. My, my, my definition of it is that I, I, you can't get paid for it. But if you I don't, I don't think that really counts if you're being compensated in that way. I don't think it really counts if they're feeding you, though. That's OK. Like, that's fine. But because some some students of mine have questions about what counts and what doesn't. And to me, it's really about the spirit of the thing. Are you going to, you know, a retirement community to help out because you really enjoy it and you're, you're like being of service to the folks who are there? Then that's great. Are you reading to kids at the library? That's great. Are you picking up trash on the side of the road? That's great. Are you, you know, cleaning the school or, you know, keeping the, the sports fields clean or doing maintenance on the theater or something else like that? Absolutely. That totally counts. And so the definition can be pretty broad. I think it's it's more about the spirit of it that counts. And I do re require that my students like I'm like, if you got compensated for this, if somebody paid you, it doesn't count. So like you can't. And like, I don't I don't know if like your unpaid internship at a, you know, let's say you are interning at a, a fashion boutique or something, which one of my students did. Like, I don't think that counts as community service. That can count as experience. You can list it on your application for sure. I just don't think it goes under the community service heading. I think it goes under the work experience or like life moment, life event exper uh, experience instead. So if I'm a kid, how do I know what I want to do or what I would enjoy doing if I haven't had experience prior? You know, because as a kid, you know, the younger you are, the more life is all about you. You know, when you're a baby, like you do nothing, and then little by little by little, life becomes less and less about you. 
But at this age, you know, if you're talking about like high school sophomores, I think they're only perhaps only starting to understand about life outside of them, about service others. How do you even decide like to go read children some books or go help whatever? Like how, how do you come up with these? Wow, a great another great question. I love it. Um, I would say that the easiest way to find out is to try it once. And I give all of my students permission to try things once. And if they don't like it, that's okay. Because there's no, there's nothing wrong with that. And then you know. And it's better to go do it and say, I definitively do not like doing this thing. <laughs> so that you know, rather than saying, oh, I, you know, I really should. I really should go do that. And then never getting around to it. So I do think the easiest way for, for kids to find out is to try different things. And... Uh, many, many community service organizations have a variety of activities that you can participate in there. You know, there are some things that are, that are pretty easy. So like, if you don't want to whack weeds, you know, in the backyard of the church for the summer, you don't have to do that. That's okay. (laughs) If you, if you really, really, really don't want to be around like some screaming children while you're trying to read them like good night moon or something, that's okay. That's, that is all right. There are other things to be done. That's, that's okay. And, and so if there are things that you definitely don't want to try, I think that's totally okay. Uh, I would just, just make sure that you try the ones that don't sound like pulling teeth. (laughs) What if you try a bunch of things? This is maybe like the misanthropic, but you just don't want to help people. You just don't want to do anything. You try a bunch of things. You're like, why Why am I doing this? Why am I like spending time weed whacking my church when I could be doing something for myself or playing video games? Like, what if that's your genuine feeling? I have sort of a, a, a hard answer to this one, which in my opinion... That is one of the lessons of community service. I, I, there have been many times in my life where I would, I was like, I really just would rather be doing something else. And you know what, adults, uh, that happens in the form of jury duty for adults as well. A lot, you know, a lot of adults be like, I'd really rather be doing something else. But you know what, it's expected. It's part of our our role as citizens of our community to engage in this and to be to be of service to to do certain things. And there were many times, many times, more than I care to count, where I was like, you know what I really don't want? I really don't want to, like, lug logs with the Boy Scouts to, like, help prevent erosion on this trail. Like, you know, I really, I just really don't want to do it. And then, you know what? That was, I did that at Boy Scout camp. And every year that I went back to that camp during the summer, the logs I moved were still there. And the rocks that I placed were still there. And I remember vividly the work gloves, the sweating, the heat of like the, the, the like desperate attempts at hydration and like getting those rocks into place. And every time I saw them for years, for almost, I kept going back to that camp for like almost a decade and they were still there. And I was like, I did that. That was my service project. And I think there's a lot of pride to be taken in caring for a place that you care about uh, or people that you care about and and knowing that you have helped in some way that is maybe even permanent. And, you know, my Eagle Scout project, the, the large project, it was, uh, I think, about 250 hours went into it at the end of the day after everyone's labor and all of the planning I did. I built a fence for this church and that fence is still there like 20 years later. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it, and that's extraordinary to me. And, you know, sometimes my parents, 
uh, it's it's in a different part of town than they live in now. But when I visit them, sometimes we'll drive by just to see it and see if it's still there. <laughs> see if it's still standing. But my Eagle Scout project is still there. My brother uh, did a Frisbee golf course for his Eagle Scout project. That's still there. And people still use them and enjoy them. And, you know, it saved that church a lot of money that we did that project for free. Basically, they paid for the materials and then we did the labor. And that was not just the kids. It was the adults, too. Everybody pitched in and... I really remember that day really vividly because all of my friends showed up to help me do this thing and it's are the the effort is still there. I think that's really beautiful actually and and wonderful and it means a lot to me because that can happen that that can be small projects or big projects. It's really and 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 I I don't think that, you know, a 13-year-old or a 14-year-old might not quite get that yet and that's okay sometimes you have to do things that you're not sure what the consequences will be because it's the right thing or the good thing to do and then you see what and then you you get to see that later so as a parent even if let's say your your child is kind of reticent that isn't sure oh why should i be doing this uh what it sounds like you're saying is that push them to do it anyway but invest some time because it may help them hopefully will help them learn like the value of like doing work that creates a long-term benefit to other people which i think it's very innately human, even if maybe 13-year-olds aren't quite used to it. And perhaps even then you have something to write about in your college essay if you have nothing else. Always. always. They're, those projects are, are fodder for that. We, lo- we love to see it. And yeah, and, and for parents whose, whose children might be struggling with that, I w- the, so, something that has helped me in the past is what I call the Mary Poppins advice, which is in every job that must be done, there is an element of fun. You find the fun and snap the job's a game. So if there is some way to to make it more of a game or something that's to put some fun into it if if the kids really dragging their feet that can really help whether it's you know for the boy scouts one of the only reasons that we went to all of those hours is because our friends were there cuz we did it with our community with our friends and and we talked about video games and and you know cartoons and stuff and and i nobody apologized for that like we were like yeah we're 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 hauling some some rocks around but also we're talking about like the stuff that we enjoy and so it was fun because of that and and there's always a way to to make it a little bit fun at least at least i like to hope so (laughs) that's so interesting because i've never heard the mary poppins quote but that's very much how i approached uh math tutoring for kids that were not wanting to be there, let's just say. And I'd say, okay, look, all right, you're in school. You're not dropping out, right? They're like, no, okay. So you're in this class. You have to do this. Let's at least find a way that it's not a miserable experience for you and find some way to have fun with it. Um, And one of the ways to have fun is to start to develop a sense of mastery of what you're doing. And I I suppose in this community service, you're, you're having fun by saying, oh, look, I'm doing little by little. I'm creating something meaningful. You see the results. And uh, yeah, math, math theory is very similar. I, th- I think this applies a lot in life. And the older you get, the more you have to do things that may not be fun. I'm thinking to taxes. You're like, well, could I at least not totally hate the time I'm spending on this? Yeah, absolutely. I I also, that for some reason, I don't know how that reminded me of this, but the, part of this parent's question as well was how, how many hours? Like, is there a number? And there is no number. There's no winner. <laughs> you know, like like perhaps a, perhaps a volume of of hours is great. But what I what I really love to see if it's possible is about a hundred hours a year. And if you think about it, if there are fifty two weeks in a year, 
and you round that down to 50, take take two weeks off or whatever, that's about two hours a week, which is a lot, okay? That's that's like a lot of time, uh, a lot, but that could be during the summer that things, you know, it's it's a, a camp or a couple of days when you do a lot, and that's a, that's a high number for sure, but if you're looking for a number to hit or like a goal, I would say anywhere from 50 to 100 is a really sweet, nice goal, and that's that's definitely enough hours to learn the lesson <laughs> I, I think if i look at the number of hours i spent on things that gave me no meaningful residual value at that age i think i would have much preferred to have known about it and have done something like like some kind of the community service that you mentioned yeah so yeah this is this can this can be a little bit of like a vulnerable or emotional topic for people because it's it's so personal and everybody's everybody has like kind of different thoughts about it and maybe it's not part of some people's lives but it's very much a part of other people's lives and for some people it's baked in you know especially with people with strong faith communities a lot of times it's just baked in it's just like a thing that you do every week and you don't think twice about it and then you know you're filling out your college application and you need to write it down that's all you have to do is write it down like there's no extra work needed but for some folks they're like oh yeah i want to be involved with something like this and that can be a it can be really transformative i think being being of being of service is probably one of the most important things a student can learn in my opinion i just the the desire to help someone other than yourself <laughs> honestly it's important it's important and it's it can't we can't take it for granted because it does have to be taught i think i think that the discipline and the the way the framing of that the way to frame it in your own brain as something that's worthy and important is a skill it is a type of discipline and it's very valuable so hi highly recommend that for everybody adults too not just not just kids so i think it's one of those things that you don't see the reward the reward's not obvious until you experience it and if you're contrasting that to the reward of like video games or you know any other kind of short term things i could see why it might be hard for someone to get started but well, if having something to show in a college essay gets them in the door, maybe maybe that's not too bad. Yeah, honestly, whatever it takes. Sometimes, sometimes kind of gotta dra gotta drag them into it. But I, in my experience, every student I've had who was reluctant at first um, did did find value in it on their own. They did find so at the end of the experience, I I would ask them like, was it worth it? Was your like you know your week long trip to you know, work on some conservation stuff or look at erosion or plant some trees or whatever was that or tend a garden. Was that worth it? And they always say yes. I've never had a kid say I hated it and I would never do it again. Well, I learned something. Too bad I didn't I didn't do any of this stuff growing up. It's not you know what? It's 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 for all of us. I, I myself have really been thinking about like where my community giveaways are and how like what I'm doing to contribute my skills, because as an adult, you know, how are we? We're so used to working hard and doing our jobs and trying to be of service to others within our community of maybe the job or the family or what we're getting paid for, or what we're, our responsibilities are. But where are we giving our skills and talents away f for free, essentially, or to in, in sort of a different context where it's not strictly required of us that we do that? Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. If you have any questions about what we talked about today, we would love to hear them. There's an email address in the show notes. If there's anything you'd like for us to discuss on the podcast, please send us those ideas as well because we want to provide information that you'll find useful. That's our whole goal here. So thank you all so much, and we'll see you next time.